Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 33-plus years now, you're inside looking the world of combat sports. You know, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, folks. As I said, 33 plus years now, live radio. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever your holiday fitch is. Hey, more power to you. I hope you have happy holidays and you and your family enjoy the, of course, the rest of 2016 and 2017 as well. So today, we will be joined by the man. What can I say? A rock and roller himself. Not a rock and roller. He's actually a crooner. He's Mr. R&B. I'm talking about one of the godfathers of soul. Mr. Lenny Williams will join us on today's show. As will one of the godfathers of modern day trainers. They have to talk about Abel Sanchez. Of course, he has the great Gennady Golov. He's had many other fighters as well. So I talked some history with Abel. So we'll talk with Lenny. We'll talk with Abel. And, and, and straight up, we'll talk some history as well a little bit later in the show with Muhammad Ali. So you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We've got open phone lines around the world. You can join me if you want. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And get this. I got the 21st century communication thing down. The Skype, it is happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, iTunes. I keep going, but the bottom line is live from the Sports Byline studios in the city by the bay. This is Ring Talk. Down in history has been the uh, highest publicized fight in the history of the fight game. Uh, the most talked about, uh, the most, I would say, probably controversial, the most loved, the most hated. of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Doctor-approved medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us. 800 816 One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Twelve minutes past the hour. A lot of babies were made to that song. Believe me, I know. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The man that brought us that song is on the line from Northern California, the great Lenny Williams. Lenny, how are you and uh, your lovely wife, Debbie, today? Are we doing pretty good? We're doing pretty good. The kids are coming over uh, later on, so we're up uh, up and at it. And, uh, you know, hey, she got me vacuuming and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, yeah but Grandpa's going to play Santa Claus, obviously, huh? Yeah, you know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> where, where, 2016, where have you been in 2016, Lenny? Where, where, what was your highlights? If you look back at your year, what, what stood out for you? Well, I was over in Germany. I uh, did a show over there. Um, got a chance to uh, do a show a few weeks ago in Chicago with uh, Enchantment, uh, the Manhattans, the Temptations, the Dramatics. Um, Larry, Larry Braggs? So that was a great show. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Larry, Larry Braggs? What, what, what role is Larry Braggs playing in the Temptations? Is he like Paul well, Williams? Actually, which... no, it was uh, Dennis Edwards' uh, Temptations. Right? Oh, yeah. Dennis. Well, you know you know what, yeah. Lenny? I'm, I'm glad you sort of brought that up because the way Dennis sort of took over the Temptations was sort of like the way you took over Tower of Power. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, Dennis, uh, even though he wasn't an original Temptation, uh, he is definitely, uh, you know, the face of the Temptations, all the great hits that they had, uh, especially under Norman Whitfield uh, uh, production. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell you what we were doing in those rooms, but him, myself, and Emmanuel Stewart had some fun and went back to Detroit. We had a great time, man. We just had a great time. I mean, hey, thank you, back. I'm going to Detroit, Detroit uh, on the, I've got a show there on the 30th with that same contingent right there. So we're doing a show there, so it should be really exciting. So yeah. what am I talking about not being able to, it's, it's legal now. We were smoking cannabis together, okay? I just wanted to put it to you like that. Are you surprised, Lenny, that weed's legal in 2016 in California? Are you surprised? Uh, not really, uh, not really. I mean, I, uh, I guess the handwriting was on the wall. You could see it coming. Actually, mm-hmm. I just talked to a friend of mine just a, a few minutes ago uh, from um, Oregon, who's from California, who has a, a collective up there, and actually he's going to be trying to do something up here in uh, in California. And uh, he was saying, "I told you, I told you, I told you," and uh, he's got a real good business going. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, I guess it's just the way of the world right now, especially here in the United States, for sure. Yeah. The way of the world, we, we of course, lost Muhammad Ali this year, but you were tight with Mandela, whereas Ma- and Mandela was a boxer. Yeah, he was a boxer. Ali uh, was a boxer. Um, um, Barry Gordy was a boxer. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of guys, I guess, uh, you know, they take the things that they learn from boxing and they're able to apply it into their business uh, acumen and, and business practices and in their life and uh, to be successful, yeah. Barry Gordy went 13-2 as a bantamweight, I believe. And, uh, of course, Barry's line was, I saw the singers, they were getting the girls all the time, and they weren't beat up. But I was only getting the girls after the fights, and I was all beat up, so that wasn't too good for me. And let me tell you this. You know, people rap my buddy Don King, and I love Don King. I had him on the show last week. He went all crazy on Donald Trump. He's a Donald Trump guy. I don't know why, but but he right. is. Anyway, uh, um, uh, people get all over Don. And, you know, it's the relationships that you have with people, individual, that is how you judge people. But Barry Gordy, I read some of those contracts he had with the Supremes, they had like eight number one hits in a row. They were only getting five hundred dollars a week, and they had to pay their own transportation. That was some cold stuff in those contracts, Lenny. 
Yeah, but I guess, you know, that was, uh, you know, people look at Barry Gordon and they kind of isolate him. Yeah. I would imagine that if you looked at the contracts from Atlantic and the contracts from Columbia and all the Polydor and all those various record companies back in those days, Capital, they probably were, you know, pretty much the same, I would, I would imagine. But I guess he kind of gets isolated because, uh, you know, Motown was such a big thing and it was, uh, it's kind of like black on black crime, you know, so to speak. Yeah. You know, uh, Lenny, having been back to Detroit, Emmanuel, of course, Talk, Amanda dropped me off in front of the Motown Museum, Hitsville, USA. He told me, go talk to the funeral director next door. He knows a lot about Motown if you want to. So I went back next door and talked to him for a while. He was still alive at the point. This was in the 90s. And, and then Emmanuel came back and picked me up. But he had never went inside the museum. In fact, I think he died in 2012. He never went inside the museum. And every time I came to town, he says, we're going to go to the museum. We're gonna, and we never went. I wonder why, why what's that, do you know? I have no idea. We just never, I mean, just the, the, the time he was dropping me off, he was going to pick somebody up at the airport, you know what I mean? So there was always, there was always a glitch, but there was some reason he never ever got into that, into the, into Hitsville, USA. And of course, that, that's memories, Lenny. You walk through that place and, and the memories just, they just, they just come off the wall. Oh, most definitely. Uh, that's, that's Americana right there. You know, some of the greatest music ever, you know, uh, uh, just, uh, it was all, you know, invented right there and created right there. So, you know, that's uh, that's a very, very uh, special place. And like you say, you, you can just feel the feel the spirit in there. Okay, so you're always a benevolent one. I always find you in the community giving back, doing concerts, doing this, golf tournaments, et cetera. What, what, what do you have planned for 2017? What does the benevolent one have planned for 2017 as far as the community is concerned? Well, you know, we uh, always do our concert over at San Leandro High School for the music programs there. We raised uh, pretty close to about $800,000 in the last uh, 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 17 years. And then also I'm involved with this Youth Sports Nation. Uh, me, um, the young man over there, um, Terry, uh, has it going. And uh, so Bill Russell and um, uh, different people like that are involved with that, Joe Morgan, and uh, we're doing a lot of things in the schools uh, with the uh, with the Oakland A's and and different people like that. Fairbairn Lindenkoff is involved and uh, Raymond Chester. So you know we're just trying to make a difference in the schools, get kids to respect their parents, respect their elders, respect the teachers, and to uh, you know get a good education, realize the value of an education. Yeah. Good old Freddie, number twenty five. Of course, I guess that eight hundred grand will buy a lot of reeds and mouthpieces. But Lenny, you are a trumpet player. I mean, I, I know you're a great singer in this and that, but what, what did you start with the trumpet? Or did you start with the voice? Uh, actually, I believe I I must have started with the voice because I, I was in the like in the choir in our church. You know, when I was like around about five or six. So you know, I mean, I was singing. I wasn't leading anything, but I was just kind of uh, you know a little shy, kind of back in the in the background there. And then uh, eventually, I guess in the uh, fourth grade is when I, I started with the trumpet. But the trumpet kind of propelled me because it taught me how to read music and, uh, you know, play, uh, play music other than uh, just uh, gospel music or be involved in other music other than just gospel and so playing in the band and the orchestra and, and things like that, you know, so I would say that uh, both of them had uh, the, the music that I was doing in the church with the voice and then also uh, playing, the trump- playing the trumpet both kind of, uh, you know, propelled me and uh, helped me, uh, you know, to do what I'm doing today. We're talking with Platinum Recording Arts, the great Lenny Williams. Of course, you can find him at LennyWilliams.com. And, Lenny, i got to ask you, the Andre Warren sergey Kovalev fight, how'd you have that one a few weeks ago? Do you know I didn't see it? I didn't get a chance to see it. Lucky uh, you. you. Know, I was working, and I haven't had a chance to see it yet. But, uh, you know, everybody I talked to, you know, that uh, that saw it, I've I, I only talked to one person uh, that said that they thought that uh, – that, um, that uh, Andre Ward won, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, and then uh, – yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that that were really pulling for him that said they didn't think he won. So I don't know, you know, it, uh, you know. But the person that I talked to the other day was said, "Oh no, I thought he won. I thought, you know, in the, you know, from round six on, you know, he was working inside and he was doing a lot of things that a lot of people who aren't, um, you know, really, you know, into boxing, you know, they don't they don't really see they don't see a lot of that inside work and stuff like that and the ring a uh, generalship." And so, uh, and then, you know, a lot of times I guess because people saw Andre get knocked down, I said, oh, I've seen fights where a guy got knocked down two or three times and still lose the fight, you know, I said, so, you know, they don't realize that it's just, uh, that's, that's just one round, you know, and, uh, you know, so, so I don't know, you know, I've got, I've got to see it myself, but, uh, but that's what I've been hearing. 
One of what the greats. One of the greats, folks, both in front of the mic and in the community. I'm talking about the great Lenny Williams or LennyWilliams.com. Lenny, say hello to you, your lovely wife for me, and you have a wonderful holiday, man. I feel blessed to have you on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Happy holidays to you, too. Merry Christmas. All right. All right. Great Lenny Williams, folks. I feel so blown away when I get to talk to him. I just love it. Of course, get to go over the, his house once in a while for the fights as well. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast. Next up, Abel Sanchez, the champion of trainers on Sports Byline. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. 1570 agents are standing by 24/7 so go ahead and call now 800-428-1570 now more of ring talk with Pedro Fernandez That's America Pedro sports matter hey baby who's going to be good The champion of trainers is on the line from Southern California. He calls his home now Big Bear, California. I don't know how he can do that place. It's so cold. Abel Sanchez, how how cold is that place? Well, this morning when we ran, it was 8 degrees. So, Okay. We ran. Cold. So you ran with the guys. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I drive the car behind them. I, I'm, I'm running in spirits. Uh, you and me are the same. You and me are on the same page on that one. So tell me, you you know, when I first met you, you were in the late 1980s. We were working alongside Joe Sadovich down there in San Diego. I think we were doing fights at the El Cortez Convention Center, the Norris Brothers. Man, that's a long time. You've come a long way since then. You've almost developed a Hall of Fame career as a trainer. Talk to me about the early days in San Diego. Well, I've been blessed. Uh, the first the first kid that I worked with was in, actually from Santa Paula here in L.A. was Lupe Aquino, uh, who was um, 
uh, champion in 1987, WBC champion. And then uh, I took on Terry Norris and Orlando Norris, Paul Vaden, Miguel Gonzalez, your boy Campos, Dan San Diego, Jesus Salud. So it, uh, we have some fighters to work with, and we work hard, and we, we've done real well. We've been lucky. Didn't you have Sergey Kovalev for a while in, his, in the early days? I had Sergey Kovalev from nine fights to 18 fights, uh, yes. Because I remember you training him and him, watching him in Las Vegas, and the microphones were not on the ring yet, but yet I could hear these body shots up there in the cheap seats. I said, what's going on here? Well, that was Sergey Kovalev. You know, he can crack. He can crack. He's uh, just a little hard to get along with, but he can crack. He's a good fighter. Um, I thought he was shorted in, in the fight with uh, with uh, Andre Ward. I thought if the fight maybe went 18 or 19 rounds, Ward might have had enough rounds to catch up. But I, I just thought, <laughs> I, I, I know, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I thought that, he, I thought that Sergi deserved to win that fight. I completely agree with you. I thought he won by at least two rounds, but uh, three blind mice didn't see it that way. Yeah, but you're going against an Olympic gold medalist in the United States, things like that. You think that the Nevada State Athletic Commission, we're talking with Abel Sanchez, trainer extraordinaire of superstars, um, you would have think that the Nevada State Athletic Commission would have realized with a, an American gold medalist, an American hero, and then a, uh, a, Russian, uh, a Russian immigrant, you would think that they maybe have some independent judges there. So they had three American judges, which just they just asked for controversy. And you would have thought that they, that would have been considered, but unfortunately for Sergey and his team, uh, Nevada has got uh, some rules that they stick by, and uh, there was three American judges, and and I could I could see uh, uh, Andre in America winning that fight, but uh, nowhere else. Good point. Abel Sanchez, our guest, of course, he's got the great Gennady Golovkin, Triple G. What's Triple G doing these days? What is he? Does he train on razor blades? Does he, ra- does he like eat razor blades for breakfast and things like that? He seems like really out. Come talk to me. No, 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 no. We, uh, he trained uh, for about three weeks back when Murat Kassiev and, uh, and Andy Weed went to the gym to help him out. But mm-hmm. now he's got off now till uh, the New Year's. And in the middle of the year, we're going to bring him back. And he fights uh, March the 18th. On HBO pay per view in uh, in uh, New York uh, Madison Square Garden, and that will be against Danny Jacobs, who's probably the best American middleweight out there. Right? No, that I, in my opinion, he's the second best middleweight in the world. Uh, Canelo hasn't quite fought at middleweight yet, or he doesn't consider himself a middleweight yet. He hasn't said that he considers himself a middleweight. So Danny Jacobs, to me, is the second best middleweight in the world. So El Pollo Canelo, that's what some of the Mexican fans are calling him. And unfortunately, unless he meets Golovkin in 2017, that will be his tag. He'll carry that to his grave. Yeah, that's unfortunate because the young man has fought some decent fighters and has beaten some decent fighters uh, in his career. He lost to Mayweather, obviously. But uh, when you talk like he's been talking and you open your mouth and uh, you challenge somebody and you call him into the ring, I think the Mexican fans and the Latin fans expect you to back that up. And he hasn't, and, and hopefully he will. Hmm. Speaking of Mayweather, I was of the opinion, I am of the opinion, he pulled off the biggest con in the American public since the movie The The Sting back in 1973. Larry Merchant said it goes on before that. But, I mean, he kept promising his knockouts. I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to kill that guy. I'm going to do this. I'm do that. Why did people keep tuning in and spending that money to, to watch him fight when he really didn't fight much? I think it was the, the, the case of Muhammad Ali in the past. You, 50% of the people wanted to see him lose, and they would pay to see him lose, and, and he just... Uh, Kept winning, but uh, it was a good pool of crew there in that $99 pay-per-view that uh, really wasn't much. That wasn't much. Oh, man, that wasn't much. Him and Manny Pacquiao, of course, Manny Pacquiao showing, showing up with a torn rotator cuff. But even had he been 100%, he wouldn't have beaten Mayweather, would he? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Mayweather uh, five years ago and Mayweather Pacquiao five years ago would have been a better fight. But uh, Mayweather played his cards right and made a lot of money. Gennady Golovkin is the heir apparent to greatness right now. We consider him the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world here at, at Sports Byline, as do a lot of other media uh, affiliates and things like that. What is he like? What does he like to be around? I said, does he choose razor blades? Because he seems like he's so tough, but he's really a soft guy. Uh, he is uh, a pleasure to be around. He's the same guy today that he was six years ago when he went walked into my gym. He helps all the young fighters. In fact, he came to train for about three weeks because Garcia and Ruiz had a had a fight coming up, important championship fight. So he came to make sure that they understood what it took and what it's going to take to to compete at that level. And uh, he trained alongside of them, did everything that they were doing. Uh, obviously, he didn't spar, but uh, he did everything else, and and he made sure that they understood that uh, they have a responsibility not only to the fans, but to themselves and, and to our gym. Okay. The 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 heir apparent to greatness, the fact that people are calling him the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world, 
Can he handle that pressure? Can he handle it? I think so. I think he he had a, a, a great amateur career where he traveled all over the world, and he's 35 years old, close to 35 years old. So I think that he's a mature kind of individual that's going to be able to handle any kind of pressure and any kind of pressures that are put on him. I think that he he's seen everything already in his career, and, and it's just a matter of, of getting that one fight that uh, certifies him as that uh, heir apparent. But uh, at this point, Jacobs is next, and Jacobs should give him some of that credibility, and then uh, hopefully can handle at the end of the, at the end of next year. You know, you are known as a world class trainer, no doubt about that. But I know you as a world class family man, as a husband and father. Man, you've really you really shine in that role. And I got to give you props. I'm not too many. I'm not not too many guys give you props on that. I'm sure, Table, but I do because I know. Yeah, I have three beautiful kids uh, and uh, and a great woman uh, that helps me a lot. Uh, not only uh, at home, but uh, on the road, uh, she's uh, consistent with 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 helping me make sure that I'm I'm all there. But my kids are doing real well. I have a daughter that uh, runs a big escrow company. I have a son that's got a master's in works for Quest Diagnostics, and I have a kid. Uh, my youngest kid is uh, just finishing up his accounting school. So I've done I've done well. Uh, five grandkids. So I'm blessed. You are, no doubt about that. Now, Golovkin and Jacobs, that'll be in March at the Garden. Are we going to pull hard and try to draw on that Russian base around New York City there? Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it is. Uh, he's, every time he's fought at the Garden, he sold it out. So I think that uh, not only uh, from uh, New York, but I get a lot of tweets uh, from out here in California that people are reserving the hotel rooms and their flights uh, for that fight. They're really anticipating it. They haven't uh, Golovkin withdrawals, it seems like. Golovkin and Canelo, though, that's the super fight. You and I know it. It's going to happen in September 2017. I believe Oscar, I believe Canelo, and I, I think that your guy wants this fight yesterday. Um, that will probably be the biggest fight of the year and probably be a bigger fight as far as talent is concerned than Mayweather and Pacquiao because you've got two guys that are like 100% going at each other. So I believe that 100%. I think it's a throwback to Morales, Barrera, and, and... Pacquiao, Barrera, and Morales. I think it's those fights that those it could be done a couple of three times, uh, but uh, it's got to be done the first time so that way they can be sure and uh, it draws and, and people want it again. Mike Schumann is the Channel Seven uh, TV sportscaster for ABC here in the city, and of course he was former with the Giant, the Giants, the Niners, played seven years in the the NFL, and he told me that he saw Sugar Ray Ro- uh, Leonard about three months ago, and he said, "Ray, I got to blame you, Ray. You ruined boxing for me. You ruined it." You ruined it, Ray. And Ray's got this look on his face like, what's he talking about? What's he talking about? And then he goes, yeah, after you, the what boxing wasn't even worth watching after you. I mean, you and Duran and, and Hearns and Hagler, that truly was a great, great era. Oh, it sure was. But, but back then they fought uh, uh, more for principle and more for legacy and, and, and more for, uh, but it lost and didn't mean a death sentence back then. Today it seems like uh, the networks and, and fans seem to, think that once a fighter loses, he's no good. Actually, a fighter, I think, becomes a better fighter once he loses because he understands uh, that the the shoulder of the monkey's off his back and and now he can go on and do his career. But uh, uh, hopefully uh, we can get back to that era and if uh, the Lufkin Canelo fight uh, and Chavez gets his act together, maybe there's three or four guys that can do a Ron Robin there and get some good fights. That would be a great fight. So uh, what happened to your former employee, Joe Sadovich? Is, Is he still with us? No, I have no idea. I haven't spoken with him probably in 25 years. Wow, because you you did work the corner with him, right? Uh, actually, he was uh, one of the management group. Uh, okay, I was uh, I was the coach, and he was one of the management group. There was four guys that were uh, they were first fire squadron. Abel Sanchez, trainer Janali Golovkin. Best of luck in 2017, folks. We hope to have the champ back here around February. Okay. Thank you very much. Have a great day, and nice talking to you. The great Abel Sanchez on Sports Byline. Classy dude, no doubt about that. I think I met him like 87. I'm doing the TV, 88, doing the TV down there in San Diego, California. When they fired Al Bernstein and hired me, <clears throat> actually I came in and did one uh, month as a substitute for Al, and then they liked the way I worked, and Al, was, Al got fired, and Al sued him. Al's a Hall of Famer now. Al sued him, and I think he won 2500 bucks as far as an out-of-claim, uh, out-of-court small claim settlement was concerned. But, yeah, those were good times down there in San Diego, California, no doubt about it. Now, he was talking about Gennady Golovkin, of course, this round where he talked about a round robin. Well, evidently, Golovkin is going to be frozen out of the Canelo Alvarez-Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fight because it looks like that's probably going to happen first. And if that happens in May, wow, that would be a big big fight as far as the pay-per-view cranks are concerned because the, the Mexicans are pay-per-view. Whether you want to admit it or not, 
when people put together events as far as sporting events and things like that, Mexicans. They bring Mexicans and Mexican Americans into the fold because those are the those are the people that primarily buy a lot of pay per view to sit home and watch pay per view. They dig it. They dig the entertainment from their front room. More power to them. And of course, Chavez and man, Chavez and Chavez and Canelo, biggest fight in Mexican history, maybe. And of course, the winner faces Gennady Golovkin in 2017 September, Mexican Independence Day, Las Vegas, Nevada. That's the plan. We'll talk a little MMA in the next segment. We'll also uh, hear from Muhammad Ali and the the woes that he suffered, of course, when he took on Larry Holmes, the age of 38 years old. Of course, Ali had been off about two years. He had gotten fat in between, and he really got fat. He had to come down to weight. Well, it wasn't all that good. Low wasn't good for Muhammad Ali. You're tuned to Sports Byline. with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, Any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can't you keep out of trouble? 
let me bring you back to 1980. Muhammad Ali was 38 years old, hadn't fought in a couple years, came back, of course, beat Leon Spinks after not really prepping the first time, lost to Spinks via decision, then came back, of course, beat Spinks in a rematch and looked pretty good, I mean, as far as, as being a 36 or 36-year-old man at that point in time. But when he came back at the age of 38, he was fat, he was... They said he was motivated, but how do you get motivated, you know, after all that time in a boxing ring? Anyway, I never thought he got all that pumped up for this fight. But the bottom line was he tried to lose weight. The weight wasn't coming off too easily. So Herbert Muhammad, who was Muhammad Ali's manager, brought in a doctor by the name of Dr. Williams. And Dr. Williams gave Muhammad Ali Thyrolar. And the Thyrolar zapped him of any strength that he had. By the time the fight came, he looked good physically, but he was dead as far as his energy level was concerned, and he had nothing to fight with. There was absolutely nothing there. So I bring you back October 2nd, 1980, the wake of Muhammad Ali. I can't believe that I finished. No hard feelings. He won the fight. But nobody, but nobody, and probably the next 200 years will never get the title three times. So I'm now going for the impossible. I I was the greatest of all times, but after this fight, I'll be the double greatest of all time. You will return. I shall return. I shall return. And of course, he did. I was probably only 12 years old. My grandparents went too, my whole family went. And I noticed then the slurring speech. When he won that fight, that's when he won his belt for the third time. And I was He was still pretty good. He wasn't wanting to take the home spike. It was because I thought that it had been two years since he'd fought, and he'd gained a lot of weight. He was heavy. He was out of shape. And Holmes was at the top of his game then, and Holmes was a good fighter with a good punch. And Ali's, his, his great strength, which turned out to be his great liability, was that he took a punch so well. We take enough of those, and finally the damage adds up. And I was afraid that he would get seriously hurt in the Holmes fight. So another retirement, then another comeback. have to do it that's why so i'm not supposed to do this so i want to do it don't tell me i can't do it don't tell me this is possible don't tell me i'm too old don't tell me i get hurt i'll run to it to show you that i'm truly the greatest of all time i'm greater than you people you were a little boy when i was in england fighting many of you out there watch this interview with kids i'm still going can you believe it? since 1964 this 1980 and i'm still raising hell 1980, I'm on top. Can you believe it? The other day I seen in the paper the man weighed 200 and fat. And to fight me in my prime of boxing, my prime of life, it would be very difficult for me not to hurt Muhammad Ali. Let's face it, it starts with Muhammad because nobody made Muhammad get into the ring against Larry Holmes. But he had a manager who benefited handsomely from that fight, and the manager should have told him, no, this is not a fight that should be allowed to happen. These people that say that Ali should have stopped, I say they're right, but I didn't have that authority over Ali that they thought. Ali, had, Ali was always his own man, and if I didn't do it, he would have he did it himself and got somebody else to do it. Herbert. You know, he played the he he played the game of sounding like he wanted him to quit, but while making, I mean, he, he was that was his only way to make a living, and he was really. Those guys really dug into him deep. You know, Don King took a nick, but these guys made it a career. But I think though, when somebody say Ali fought like for six million dollars, Jared, he fought for six million dollars, and you got two million dollars of that six million dollars, that was too much for you to get for. Ali got four and you had to fight. You got two million dollars from one fight, one night. I said, that's according to the contract. We agreed and that was it. And I, I think people would say, yeah, that was too much money for you guys. His family would definitely say it. All of his relatives, all the people around, they would say it. But that was our agreement. Like he said, here, I'm going to fight Larry Holmes. I'm getting eight million dollars to fight Larry Holmes. He said, a man 60 years old who's dying in his bed would get out and fight Larry Holmes for eight million dollars. The heavyweight champion of the world, Larry Holmes. Yeah. I didn't go out there to try to be a mercenary and kill him. I went out there. He should have never had that fight with Larry Holmes. 
That was that was the worst tragedy I have ever seen in boxing. The Nevada State Athletic Commission had a copy prior to the fight of Ali's medical records from the Mayo Clinic. Those medical records showed that when Ali tried to touch his finger to the tip of his nose, he missed the target. Right before the fight, uh, this doctor gave him thyroid shots. And that's when he lost all the weight. He lost about 17, 18 pounds within about 11 days. And then when he fought that night, he was not perspiring or doing anything. And uh, matter of fact, he did not fight back. I stopped the fight for the simple reason Muhammad could have got hurt, because he wasn't firing back. Muhammad always fired back. Boy, Muhammad always brought something out. There was nothing there. Muhammad was torn up with those thyroid pills. He had no strength. He couldn't suck it up like he did with the thrill in Manila. It wasn't there. So I recognize it. See, being with Muhammad all these years, knowing him from a kid. If he could have possibly come back and do something, he'd have done it. No, 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 and then suddenly you know that all that's gone and will never return. Well, if that's not sad, I don't, I don't know what is. The beating against Larry Holmes was, was just a horrible, horrible experience for him. And yet what he says is, look, you know, if I hadn't tried, I never would have known. I mean, people told me shouldn't come back and fight George Foreman. You know what's funny is uh, October the 3rd, the day after this fight, I'm standing at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada, like a kid. And I'm standing there at, at the dice, and Muhammad Ali is sitting at a desk, and he's wearing sun, sunglasses. And I went, went up to him, and, he, and he, didn't, he signed an autograph for me. And I was crying. There was tears coming out of my eyes. And he said to me, don't cry for me, man. Don't cry for me. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay. Just got a couple of bruises. I'll be okay. Yeah, well, he never really was okay. Of course, not neurologically because of the fact you know the parkinson's had already started to take its take its wrath on his body and of course you know in the end man he, he lived a long time with a tough tough disease and he fought it for a long time i was with him in china on a couple of occasions the uh the 1993 trip he didn't want to take his medication he didn't want to take it because it made him feel like you know it didn't make him feel good he didn't want to take it so if he didn't take it he shook his hands shook so it was sort of like a like a give and take if he took the medication his hands didn't shake. If he did take the medi- if he took the medication, his hands didn't shake, and he acted, you know, not the way he wanted to feel. Anyway, the bottom line is that was a tough life to live, no doubt about it. But he was the greatest, the greatest of all time, the greatest Muhammad Ali. Now let's talk about the world of mixed martial arts. Of course, Ronda Rousey, aforementioned Ronda Rousey. Eh, I didn't mention her. I will mention her now. Come on back to um, take on Amanda Nunes. That's of course USC two hundred seven, December the thirtieth. But in the past couple of weeks, the uh, well, the featherweight division sort of. Th- cleared out a little bit. The number one challenger at 145 appears to be Max Holloway after taking out Anthony Pettis when Pettis couldn't make the 145-pound weight, weighed in at 148, got smoked like a, a blunt real quick, and, of course, Pettis, the former lightweight champion, on a bad roll if there ever was one. And, of course, the main event last Saturday night, live, of course, from Sacramento, California, on Fox. Now, that's Fox TV, not not Fox um, Sports Network or Fox FX, not the real, 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 the real big Fox, okay? USC on Fox, of course, Paige Van Zandt. One of the better-looking ladies in the world of mixed martial arts. Got beat by another good-looking lady in the world of mixed martial arts. Fell out Michelle Watterson. Of course, Michelle Watterson beating her in what was thought to be an upset. But Watterson's a good fighter. Van Zandt's a good fighter. Van Zandt's had a hell of a role this year. She's been a, on a bit of the upside, of course. She was considered like the heir apparent as far as Ronda Rousey was concerned. So, you know, when Ronda moved on, she was going to be the next big personality in the world of female MMA. Well, I guess that's not going to happen. Well, this might be delayed a little bit because she was beaten last week. A submission rear naked choke, three minutes and 21 seconds into the very first round. Now, the king of upsets. No, not really. Mickey Gal. That's right, Mickey Gal. Beat Sage Northcutt. Sage Northcutt was supposed to be like the up-and-coming star, the can't-miss type of guy. Well, submission, rear naked choke again. That was the second round, a minute and 40 seconds in. Mickey Gal, the same guy that turned back CM Punk. 
That's right, CM Punk. Remember CM Punk coming over from the world of wrestling entertainment about three or four months ago in July, I believe, to fight in that UFC event, and Mickey Gall smoked him in the uh, in the blink of an eye. Boom, it was like all over. Of course, Mickey Gall now beating Sage Northcutt. The next fight Mickey Gall will get from the UFC will be for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's that's how bad they're going to be. have this guy. That's the, he's, he's upsetting the apple cart. He's messing things up. Speaking of a guy that's not going to mess things up anymore for anybody, looks like he's retired. I'm talking about the Bantamweight, the great WEC fighter, of course. I'm talking about the World Extremes Cage Fighting Champion, the California kid, Uriah Faber. He beat Brad Pickett last week of the Europe. Of course, unanimous not across the board by four points, 30 to 26, 30 to 26, 30 to 26. It is the end of the road. For the California kid, of course, I think he's like 34 and 10, something like that, as far as his record was concerned. But, you know, he was sort of a guy that, that was the, 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 the catalyst for MMA, I believe, in the state of California. Because up there in him and maybe Frank Shamrock, but uh, up there in, in Sacramento, he started his own gym, his own team, Team Alpha Male. And of course, you know, they, they were doing MMA when it was sort of like illegal to do, and things like that. And, and he made it, he made it, how can I put this, acceptable. Uriah Favor, because of his... His outward approach, the fact that he was so media-friendly, the fact that he was a, a good interview, a good talker, he had, he had a good shtick for him as far as being a fighter was concerned because he had a very educated sound to him. So when you have Max, the educated sound and the toughness, put it together, this is a winner as far as TV was concerned. Of course, a big drop there in Sacramento. But last Saturday night, this was the swan song for the great year of our favorites. We wish him the best as he rides off into the sunset. Says he'll be doing something as far as MMA is concerned, but it won't be fighting. So more power to him. Some other winners on the card, of course. Good fight. Good fight. No doubt about that. Uh, the last fight on the pay-per-view card, Alan Jabon, of course, beat Mike Perry. That was unanimous, not across the board. Those guys were welterweight. Supposedly guys on the up and up as far as welterweight was concerned. But Alan Jabon, I don't know. Paul Craig was the winner. Uh, Mizuta Harato was the winner. Kobe Covington was the winner. Alex Morono was the winner. Joel Emmett was the winner. Uh, Leslie Smith in a women's bantamweight bout beat Irene Aldana. That was a decision. A lot of decisions here. Get this, man. This must have been this must have been a long, long night of MMA. Let me tell you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven decisions and one, two, three stoppages. Two submissions and a stoppage. Yikes. Eleven decisions. A lot of rounds of mixed martial arts up there at the Golden Arena, which took over, of course, the the Arco Arena was like the arena for the Sacramento Kings and I mean, we sort of did all the fights up there. It was like, it was, it was happening. That was big concerts. That was just the place that was happening. But they knocked that place down. They built this golden arena next door. And, of course, this is the new home of the Sacramento Kings. And I, I want to give Sacramento all kinds of props because they are not a big, big city as far as, uh, as, as, far as, plant, as, far as population and, and, and attractions are concerned. They're not like the number four or five market in the country. They're way up, way down there as far as the numbers are concerned. But they've kept their kings. They kept the Sacramento Kings, and you got to give them props. They kept their NBA team. They're building another stadium. Of course, they built good stadiums up there as far as arenas for a Major League Baseball is concerned. So Sacramento doing their thing. Give Sacramento some credit. They are the capital of the state of California. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 53 make it 54 minutes past the hour. Them belts are mine. Whatever they want to say, they can say, oh, well, we took the belt, and now it's this guy's belt. You can play with those fake belts all you want. The real Jose was KO'd. Eddie was KO'd. You're looking at the two-way world champion, and that's it. And that's it. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Men is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Pull out your smartphone and Shazam this now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. Make sure you Shazam now to check it out. Interact with Geico to gecko yourself and share it with friends. You can even get a free quote. Shazam now and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Earlier this week, Claire Tippins shared a princess nickname generator, three pictures of her dog wearing a tutu, and two online quizzes, including what candy is your dream castle made of? Claire, your sharing has tipped the sugar scale and turned into oversharing. But have no fear, princess. Geico has something worth sharing with your internet kingdom, like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance just by visiting geico.com. No magic wand required. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let Darlene do her thing here. The diva herself. That's right. Darlene Love, first Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Richard Class of 2012, I believe. She's probably been on more records than any woman on the planet. More recorded records. You just don't know it because they, uh, they did her as a studio artist. In other words, she would come in, she'd record the act, she'd record the song, and then the act would go out on the road and do the song, but in reality, she was the one doing it in the studio. Speaking of studio, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios in the city by the San Francisco, California. Here is the radio schedule for uh, Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday. We're going to take Christmas off. We're going to do a show on Sunday morning, Christmas off. We'll probably run an old show up of a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago or a couple of years ago, something like that. But the bottom line is Ring Talk 11 a.m. Sundays will be on tape here. Of course, Saturday nights, I'm going to come back with my Johnny Taco and the All-Stars. But my All-Stars are also, I might cut that a little bit short. But the bottom line is I will do some live radio night at 10 p.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Kate Delaney, speaking of sports diva. An iconic figure on the NBC Sports Network. She'll be my guest, as will the coach John Johnson of Johnny Taco and his All-Stars tonight at 10 p.m. Pacific time right here on Sports Byline. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, keep that buddy of yours off the canvas of life. And don't say Merry Christmas. Don't say, say Happy Holidays. Because when you say Merry Christmas, you have to say Merry Christmas to one particular group. Happy Holidays covers everybody. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Hanukkah, you name it, it's all Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays from Sports Byline.